Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. SEC basketball on the TV. It's a beautiful-ish day outside. It is? Golf show was uh, suspended due to coronavirus. It was? No, maybe? Man, this thing is freaking out. This coronavirus. You said you weren't going to come into work if there was another case. Another death. Another death. And then 12 people died in the last week in Washington. Death locally. Man, the coronavirus, the big news this morning, the NBA uh, late last night sent a letter to all of their teams and players saying, be prepared to play games without fans. Have you seen any of the photos from around the world? Italy, Japan, uh, they're playing preseason baseball in Japan. They're playing soccer matches, rugby matches. Uh, There was a gymnastics event I think I saw photos of. But there's nobody around. You have teams standing there for all the pageantry, pomp, and circumstance that goes on, national anthems being played at international competitions, empty stadiums. It's super bizarre. It is kind of cool, though. Like that one time, um, what's-his-face in Baltimore shut down uh, the stadium for an uh, Orioles game. Yeah. Who's that? Who's that? Who's their? I can't remember. Who's the, their governor? I can't remember who the governor was. They were president. There was, yeah, there, there was riots going on in yeah. Baltimore. So, yeah, they played a baseball game with nobody in the stands. I want to read this statement real quick because I did it in the news update and Please. I didn't want to because usually in these updates, uh, boss man tells us to try to be as objective as you can mm-hmm. and just read news. Sure. And I just tried to paraphrase what LeBron actually said, because I think if I said it in news voice, it probably wouldn't have come out well. He okay. said, quote, I came here to put this team and put this franchise back where they needed to be. James said uh, last year as a hold on. <laughs> oh, what? Sorry. They switched it on me. <laughs> Reading is hard. They switched it on me. Yeah. All right. Get back to me. Uh, get back to you? Yeah. Come back to me. Come back to you. It's Start just... Talk about something else. All right. Uh, well, what I will do is I'll read you uh, the... No, that's not impossible. What? I ain't playing. If I ain't got the fans in the crowd, that's what I play for. I play for my teammates. I play for the fans. That's what it's all about. That's new. That's not news voice. If I show up to the arena and there ain't no fans, I ain't playing. So it was like I didn't want to read it in my regular news stick up my my ass voice. 
James says, I ain't playing. I what what would be what would be the repercussions if they decide, the NBA decides, so it's up to the owners, because they're the ones that are losing the ticket revenue, the concessions, blah, 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 blah. If they decide and LeBron says I'm not playing, would they can play the games without him? How how big a star is LeBron James? How much power do the players really have when they're going, all right, we got to play these games? Because it'd be a logistical nightmare to reschedule the entire NBA slate. They had to move multiple teams' games around just to move the Clippers-Lakers games because they postponed the game two days after Kobe's death. They had to move three other teams' games, I believe, uh, to accommodate that game. And now the the Lakers are playing back-to-back-to-back nights in Los Angeles um, to, to accommodate that schedule. So... I don't know how I don't know how much power LeBron has because I'm not playing. The Lakers are on the in the playoff stretch. They decide to shut down the the fan attendance at these games. I wonder if he'd really go through it. His teammate, do you want me to read his teammates comments? Which teammate? Alex Caruso. No, I don't want to hear that. Okay. Um, no, you can read it because you're very excited. You, for some reason, have no. a soft spot for Alex Caruso. You First love all, to talk about him. In fact, in the office, you interject Alex Caruso in any conversation. He's the we could be talking about NBA something player. like very serious, like yep. someone died, and you'll just be like, you know, I wonder what yeah, Alex Caruso see, would think about that. Well, it's funny. This art, the article in USA Today quotes LeBron and Alex Caruso. I think that's who was in the media room. <laughs> These are the two voices you must hear from. Uh, but this is a guy that's, the, uh, you know, he's not a star, fringe player in the NBA. You can he, say it. He's ugly. Well, he's ugly, but so yeah. so is Anthony Davis, but he's an ugly but star. But he's good. Yes, exactly. So we forgive that. Alex Caruso, good enough to be in the NBA, certainly not a star. See, that's what you were trying to get at. You were like, all right, let's be honest. And then you like paused and you wanted to first be like, let's be honest. Dude's ugly AF. Like, come on. <laughs> we all know it. <laughs> if you put him in an accounting office, he'd be the best looking accountant. Ooh. <laughs> Where? <laughs> I don't know, some firm, like, just... But, I mean, New York... Oh, no, there's no, some good-looking no, no, guys. No, no, sorry, Milwaukee. Yeah, I think okay. he, yeah. he's got a fair Midwest, shot. Midwest accounting office, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's like an accounting farm where you've just got, like, H&R Block. Well, that's the sure bet. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that H&R Block. I mean, look, I hate to go into a conversation about ugly people, but <laughs> I used to do my taxes at H&R Block, and goodness... There's some people that are just old, so you don't know if they're really ugly or not because it's like a 90-year-old woman that she works like two weeks a year just helping people with their taxes. That's her fault. I've had that lady, and then there's the people that work full-time. And e. E. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine doing taxes sucks the life out of you. I yeah. mean, it's all just numbers and digits and being yelled at. Well, there, there's a, there, again, there's the people that work there all, all, all year round. Yeah. And then there's people that just come in and they're like, I'm going to make a little money ahead of tax season. I think those people are okay. Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso. I'll That's bet he does. he does in the offseason. I'll bet yeah. he does the taxes for all of the players on his team. That'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> Alex Caruso says, it's a nice privilege to be able to play basketball, uh, but I would like to be able to live many, many years past this. If it's a legit thing and it needs to be done, I'll do whatever we have to. People watch TV on TV more anyway. What? He said people watch more on TV anyway? Yeah. I mean, yeah, but that's people watch on TV more anyways. It's there's more people. There's a I mean, larger television audience. 
Can I interject then? I'm reading his quote. You can interject. Hey, look, you have taken on Alex Caruso, so you will now take all of the slapback that he deserves. Man, I I really stepped in it this time. If that is, in fact, the case, then friggin' blow, like, two stands out of that stadium. That's what I've been saying about baseball. Look, (laughs) if you make all that money (laughs) off of TV rights, then just blow up the stands. Who cares? Just play in front of nobody because no one goes to the games. I don't know, or make movable stands for the playoffs. You know, like like in high school. Yeah, yeah. Get the rollers. I don't know. It's a big game tonight. Both sides are down. Yeah. Who cares? That look. You won't have to hire vendors for food. Maybe maybe two of them. I don't know. So I'm not saying that Caruso (laughs) speaks for all the rank and file in the NBA, but sure sounds like it. But if you listen to the first part of it, he says it's a nice privilege to play basketball, right? But I would like to be able to live many, many years past this. Like, is even that, like, somebody walks in with coronavirus and everybody's gone. But he says, if it's a legit thing that needs to be done, do whatever you have to do. How many guys are of that mind where it's like, do whatever. I get paid to play basketball. I'm just happy to be here. That's the other side of the coin. If, if LeBron goes, I'm not playing, and they go to Alex Caruso, and it's like, all right, it's your team now, buddy. LeBron's out. Is he going to stand with LeBron or is he like, see you, dude, I'm going to get a game check. I got a few more years of this. Tech signs already calling me out on my uglyism. Yeah, Russo might be ugly, but he's got millions. Does he? What's his? I, I'm sure he does. Well, yes, but what's, what's who's like? Million, yes, easily millions. Okay. What's what's the base salary for an I NBA player? I don't know. It's got to be a million dollars. Okay. Well, uh, you tell me. I, You're what, the expert. Am I? That's what I'm here for. Well, look. You, you positioned yourself as an Alex Caruso expert. Then you decided you wanted to take on all the flack for him for his stupid statements. He's ugly. Pull up the picture of him next to his salary. What do you think he makes? 20, 2020 salary. Don't tell me. Hold on. Let me take a look at it. Oh, sh- don't. Okay, but don't look at his salary. I'm not. I'm going to look at a picture of him. Fan text line 55305. What do you think Alex Caruso makes Goodness in 2020? Me. Yeah, he, the, the thing is. He could do something else with that hair. It's like it's like just uh, shave it, bro. Yeah, just he, he just cut it shorter. He's got a uh, Trey Young hair. Trey Young is like ugly Steph Curry. Yeah, have I, we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two point seven five million dollars for Alex Caruso. Yeah, yeah sounds right. Yeah. yeah, well, so wait, you never answered my question though. What's that? NBA base salary. Oh, yeah. Did you pull um, it? Zero years experience. So I guess rookie, if you're a walk-on, I don't know what you call that. Undrafted free agent yeah, rookie. undrafted. Just under a million. About a little over 830000 But once you have a year in, you're 1.3. So it's good to be an NBA, be NBA player. player. But, I mean, it makes sense yeah. just because of the fact that how many dudes are on a roster? 12, yeah, right? Compared to the so, NFL yeah. where it's now going up to, what, 57 if the CBA passes or mm. whatever it is. And then baseball where... Well, you can't pay any of the other guys because the star just asked for five million dollars and they give it to him. You five million? I don't know. Try thirty million. It's like yeah. five hundred, I think. Mike Trout probably makes as much as the rest of the end. I mean, they got pool holes. I think he's probably still playing. Um, but yeah, that guy makes as much as the rest of the minor league system for the Angels. See, that's um, that's what they'll do with baseball games. They'll be like, you need to be prepared for playing in front of nobody. And then team owners will go, oh, we're used to it. <laughs> we're good. That's what the Rays will say. And oh, right. no, no, we're good. We're, we're good. good. We're so good. So do you want us to tarp off the other stands? or? 
So, anyways, uh, get ready for basketball games to be played with no one in the stands. And maybe LeBron won't play. Do you remember, like, two years ago when the Knicks decided to do, like, no noise? Oh, like, no. Yeah. Was it the Knicks that did that? I thought it was the Nets for some reason. There's somebody in New York, but they said, yeah. no, we're not going to do, you know, we'll announce the starting lineup. We'll do all that. But, but then the once music the ball dips, and the breaks, yeah, no. Yeah, we literally won't announce anything. Yeah. And it was just quiet. It's and it was eerie. very odd. Yeah. And I know a lot of, um, I know a lot of like ball heads loved it because they were like, oh, this is like what basketball is supposed to be. You're hearing all the action. And I was like, I, okay. Yeah. Just, I'd like to hear some music. <laughs> I need my music. Yeah. I, I wonder what the experience would have been like in the stadium. In the arena. It was smelled because it's MSG. <laughs> All of a sudden you can't hear anything, so your other sense is heightened, and you're like, it smells terrible in here without the music. <laughs> Did I tell you about that? That when I went to uh, the old college bar I used to frequent when I was not drunk? Yeah. Like, I used to go to this place. Shout out to anybody in Corvallis if you uh, frequent the peacock a lot. Top of the cock. Yes. If you go to the top of the cock a lot, then you know that... It is an experience. So I would go there almost every weekend, like probably my last year, and I was blitzed every time. Sure. And then I went one time to go pick somebody up, and I was sober. And yeah. I was like, okay, I'll just go up there and say what's up to them and grab them, get them the hell out of here. I went up there, and I go, oh, my gosh. That's oh, my freaking reeks. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And I then was- I asked somebody, I was like, it reeks in here. And they were like, yeah, it always smells like this. Yeah. I was like, no, it doesn't. Yeah. They go, yeah, it does. You're just always really drunk when you come up here. <laughs> yes, I was I was of age when they moved smoking out of bars. And uh, a lot of people do not like this take, but I missed it. You miss smoking in bars? Can I tell you why? Because it smelled less like farts and stale beer and more like cigarettes. Ugh. Bars smell awful, especially dive bars. Type of Types of places I frequented did not smell good. Depending on what kind of farts we're talking about, then you got yourself some cigarette smell and farts. Well, and I'm not game. Yeah, but the cigarette smell is going to drown it out. And cigarettes just remind me of grandma. <sighs> so I was always depressing. good with it. Well, you know what Also, else? What is also depressing? Your Portland Trailblazers performance last night. That one was one for the ages. Hey, the suns are emerging. Well, the suns are back in town. In, uh, are they back left. tomorrow? <laughs> no. Wait. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, oh, no, they play the Kings tonight. Yes. I, Is that right? Wait, what do the updates say? They play the Kings tonight. That is accurate. And then they play the Suns again, and the Suns are back to play them uh, Friday, March 6th, Tuesday, March 10th. So they played last night, and then they'll play on Tuesday. How bad do you think the Boo Birds will be on this six-game homestead? Ugh, if they play like they did last night, it will be. If they lose six games straight all at home, I'm. Uh, I am just gonna just unleash. Wait, wait. Save what you're gonna do. We'll talk Blazers next. Talk NBA. Big win for the Lakers. Big loss for the Blazers. We'll talk about them both next. Center and Saint. 1080 the fan. That's right, Luke Anderson, Will Darkins with you here on a Saturday morning. After the Blazers went on a 20-0 run at one point in that game last night, and then immediately uh, went right back to a 24-point deficit. They never led against the Suns last night. Uh, I was filling in for Isaac, so Suk and I were talking about this yesterday. There's a stretch of basketball here for the Blazers, but they're not playing a lot of good teams. You got news last night that Nurk's coming back on the 15th. Two out of your next three games are against the Phoenix Suns. 
You get a chance to play against the Memphis Grizzlies in there. You get Minnesota twice. Cool. Just go and win the games you're supposed to win. Yeah. Aaron Baines. How many threes did he end up with at the end? I stopped paying attention when he hit his seventh. 19 total. 19 threes. Yeah. The Suns did, not Aaron Baines. No, I'm pretty sure it was Aaron Baines. Aaron Baines hit six in the first quarter. Blazers are down 23 in the second. Had a 20-0 run, got it within three, and then in the third quarter, just... Oh, man, are you sure? I thought he made 19 threes. He may have. He may have. I, be- I believe if I saw it correctly, because I was just paying attention uh, lightly after the game because I was pretty, like, uh, checked out on it at that point, but I think I saw that he set a record for the most three-pointers made by a center in an NBA basketball game. That's a in lot. The, in the first quarter. Not in a quarter. He set the game record in the first quarter. Hassan Whiteside. Great, great at defense. Okay, so maybe he didn't hit 19 threes because then he would have scored 57 points. Good job with the math. I had to get the calculator I app. Pre- I appreciate that. I love that thing, man. <laughs> the calculator app? Yeah, it's great. It's this little <laughs> trick I do that uh, when I have to figure out how to tip somebody at a restaurant, swipe this thing out when they're not looking and times point whatever. And I'm sure there's a tip calculator. You don't even have to put in the point one. No, no. This 17% app, automatically? This app. You know what my favorite is when somebody's sitting there and they're like, do we have a calculator? I'm like, you have a smartphone. You have a calculator on you all the time. What? You people, hear people say that? Yes. No, you don't. I promise you that I do. Do you go into time machines or something? Have you no met, one says that anymore. Have you met the people we work with? Well, who says that? Give me an example right now because that's BS. There's no way in heck. Yeah, I promise you. There is in the uh, bullpen here at Entercom, there is a group of people that kind of sit in the middle there, and they will often ask one another if they can borrow a calculator. And the best part is, not only are they sitting with a smartphone in their pocket or on their desk, they're at a computer. They're at a computer, and they're looking for a calculator. And there's one on the computer. There's one on your smartphone. You always have a calculator with you at all times. Come on. Well, that's too convenient. It is. Well, also forgetting that there's a calculator in your computer. It's very disappointing. All right. So, so basically what you're trying to lay out here, because you had your little thing. Yeah. So, you're trying to say, oh, man, the Blazers. The, the Blazers you know, have. You, you got all these games at home. You're going to play the Suns again. Games. Yeah. Big pile of winnable games. Not a great start. For yeah. You. What do you, because I haven't talked to you about this. We, we talked briefly about it. Mm. What, if anything, does the return of Nurk mean to you? Nothing. Cool. So, but but fear. (laughs) Fear for the rest of the league? So, two weeks ago on primetime, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure this was the case. Didn't Jason Quick say, like, they're not saying anything? Yeah. Like, he keeps asking about their uh, NERC's injury status. Yeah. And that some PR person will shove in and be like, no, we're not answering questions about that. The fact that, like, Yusuf Nurkic, no media members have seen him run or jog. Oh, he's going to come back on the 15th, though. I swear to you, this right here is it. This is not like the career-ending injury, but this one right here, if he does get injured during this season, which the likelihood is really high because why the hell is he going out there with 18 games left? This is the one that will tip over the top. There'll be 15 games left, but yeah. 15. Yeah, yeah, but... This is the one that's going to tip the scale and basically put Yusuf Nurkic in the eh category. (laughs) Which is, we'll write out the rest of his contract. He'll go to another team, and the team that gets him will go, eh, okay, 
Oh, great. We got Yusuf Nurkic. Just we can, hang out. Yeah, we can play him for 12 minutes, and that's pretty much it. He's going to hang out for the rest of his career after there, if, there, if there's another injury. Th- there's no point, rhyme, or reason to bring this guy back. And, in fact, if they lose again tonight, and I would say if they lose maybe the next four games, I think they might change their mind and go, you know what, never mind. He's not coming back. Because there's zero point to it. Yeah. You're not warming up for next season. Who cares? You're going to go play NBA-level basketball for two weeks and then take an entire off season off. I, I mean, w- what is this spring football in college? Uh, what the hell? <laughs> Just call it good. You're done. Yeah. You're three and a half out. You're done, dude. And then if you want to go get crushed by the Lakers on national TV, Oh, by the way, in front of nobody in <laughs> Staples center, because nobody nobody's going to go to the game. Yeah, go ahead and do that. It'll be great. Oh, I love watching that. Blazers currently sit three and a half behind Memphis. They've played two more games than the Kings, but they they are essentially even uh, 28 and 36. The Kings are 27 and 35. Are the Kings a halfback? Like I just said, so technically they're, they're at the same spot um, because they have the same difference. Their, their win percentage is a little bit higher, 4.38 versus 4.35. Hold on, let me get the calculator app out. You go ahead and get your calculator out. They're a half game ahead of both the New Orleans Pelicans and the San Antonio Spurs. And uh, by virtue of the loss, they're only two and a half games ahead of the Phoenix Suns. Suns. Okay, so yeah, uh, again, if you're a Blazer. The third doors team in uh, the Western Conference. If you're a Blazer fan, there is absolutely no reason that you should be cheering this on. I compare this to basically Steph Curry. Do not encourage these guys to continue to go out there and put out effort. No, don't. There's no point. Dude, I I don't want to be the one who drinks something, but I swear to you, there's a good, like, I would say 65% chance Yusuf Nurkic is going to get hurt again. The first thing thing you said yesterday when you and I were talking about the news that he was going to play was he's going to get hurt. Yeah, he's going to get hurt it immediately. So this, if you did jinx it, you're not doing it right now. And I, I hate to do this kind of stuff because it's never good to predict that people are going to get hurt. But at the same time, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm taking the information from a very trusted media member who says, yeah, they won't tell me anything. And every single time I try to ask, they have a PR person come in and say, get get lost. And then when I watch him out there pregame, he's not jogging or doing anything. He's just kind of walking through the motions and shooting the ball. Yeah, that doesn't sound like uh, you know, a guy who's ready to go at NBA speed. And didn't we try this already one time when Nurkic did get hurt? Didn't we bring him back in the playoffs in his first season? Remember yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, well that worked out really well yeah. too, right? He was there for like two series and then he aggravated it more and he missed a couple games in the start of the uh next season. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I I just you don't have a whole lot of faith in the medical staff in Portland? I don't have a whole lot of faith in the management style and the strategy that the Portland Trailblazers are going at right now at the end of this season. I have way more faith in the Golden State Warriors right now. They carted out Steph Curry out there because he is, you know, close to healthy. Well, and they if, have zero chance of making the playoffs. So they're just kind of like, hey, get out there and kind of warm up. If there is... Um if there is a coronavirus ban on attendance at these things, the people are saying that the reason you put Steph Curry out there is people pay a lot of money for those tickets. You got a new arena, do all that. They put a coronavirus ban. That's the first guy you pull off, isn't it? You're like, ah, yeah, we're good. No, no. We we brought him out there for the fans. There are no fans. All right, go. you're warmed up, right? Okay, cool. Yeah. You get right back in there. Um, yeah, like, dude. I, I just, I mean, do you see a point in it? Really? <laughs> like, really? You really think we're gonna catch up with the Grizzlies? Yeah, I think you can. Okay, I think, I hold think, on a second. Do you really think, not do you think they can? Last night was ugly. 
It's so bad. Dude, yesterday, yes. I mean, you look at the schedule. I'll, I will read this for you. The, the eight games, this was this was as of last night, too, which would made it, made it that much worse. Um, but they went Suns, Kings, Suns. Then you are... Where's it at? Where's it at? Get the calculator out. Let me get my calculator app out. Uh, so, tonight, Kings. Tuesday, Suns. Thursday, head-to-head with the Grizzlies. Get that when you pick up a full game. Okay. Then you have Houston. Nurk's coming back. Then you go Minnesota. Dallas will beat you. Minnesota, Charlotte, Detroit. So when you were kind of like glossing over those teams, were you just assuming wins? The Houston and Dallas, those are tough games. Yeah, okay. You're going to lose those. Sure. Okay. Sacramento, Phoenix, Memphis, Houston, Minnesota, Dallas, Minnesota, Charlotte, Detroit. Yeah, I'm sorry, dude. I, but, I but, think two of those games you can win. I'm serious. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm with you. But I circled Phoenix as one of those games that you need to at least be close, and they got housed last night. Yeah. Um, I think that you look at this eight-game stretch, nine-game stretch, whatever it was, and if you're not within a game, shut it down. <laughs> I mean, just what's, what's really the point? And Nurkic, because you have another center out there, you don't need to go out there and expect 28 minutes from him. But I think that this is a stretch of basketball where you really go at it and go, all right, what are we going to be? Because after that, then you go Boston, Philadelphia, Brooklyn's a playoff team, Utah's a playoff team, Memphis, you get Cleveland in there, but then you play Denver and you finish with the Clippers. So it gets it gets much harder after that. But the next eight games, if they put a performance out like that again where they just lay a dud against one of the worst teams in basketball, not just this year but over the last decade, and you put just a gutless performance out there, then what's the point? I also wonder if there's a disconnect in administrative officials in the organization to owner, to GM, to coach. Because yeah. it sure looks like Terry Stotts is coaching for his job. Yeah. I mean, really? Why would you do this anyway? Now, if you had a really strong connection with your GM, it seems like you would be more on the same page with where we want to go from here because you're kind of in a compromised position, right? Yeah. Like, it seems weird. Like, I would imagine that all three of these people have gotten into a room and go, okay, this is where we are right now. Terry, what do you think? Do you yeah. think that we can actually win these games? Do you think it's worth it to bring back a center we've invested a lot of money in? Yeah. And he maybe gave an answer and they go, hold on a second. Before you answer that, know that you're not in threat of losing your job next year. Now, give me an honest answer. Yeah. Do you think we can actually do that? And I would imagine at that point he might go, you know what? No, I don't think we can win these games. We might want to shut it down. I'm sure Dame doesn't want to shut it down, but yeah. I would do that. Yeah. It doesn't seem like that's going on right now. It yeah. seems like there's mixed messages going on. Yeah, well, it's been a tumultuous season, and that continues. Um, Lakers are playing uh, very well. Uh, nice win over the Bucks last night. I have a question for you about both the Lakers and the Bucks, but I won't ask you those until after this sports interrupted. Oh, welcome back. Some round ball played last night between two of the top teams in basketball, the Los Sons Angeles Blazers. Eh, not quite. Los Angeles Lakers uh, taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. LeBron James uh, says he's not playing for an MVP. That doesn't factor into the way that he plays, but uh, I think it is important for the Lakers, who I believe going in last night were 1-4, and 1-5 against teams, uh, top five teams uh, this season. So a uh, statement opportunity for them. They got a nice win against the Bucks. I have questions for both teams uh, for you. Uh, so the Lakers, right now they sit atop the West. Uh, LeBron, though, is one of those guys that can obviously turn it on and turn it off. He's been in the league 
95 years, it feels like. It, I mean, it doesn't just feel like he's been around forever. And um, they clinched a first round. Um, they clinched a playoff spot for the first time since 2013. Down the stretch, do you do anything to restrict minutes for LeBron, or do you just go out and try to win as many games as you can? Mm, I mean, who are you looking at in seven well, and well, eight? Well, the seven and eight right now. You're like, well, Memphis holds the seven eight uh, the seven eight spot, and seven I believe is your Mavs. Oklahoma, oh yeah, your Mavs and your Oklahoma City Thunder are sitting pretty close to the Mavericks. Sure, half game. As well. I don't know. I, I mean, you kind of take it as you go. What you're actually? I'm sorry. Yeah, you sit. What they're five and a half ahead of the Clips. You're not going anywhere without LeBron. So yeah. that's. The I most think at some point you sit. Uh, you yeah. know, it's. I know he says that the season is this season is not about an MVP, but I would argue that if he continues to keep this rate of play up, he will win one, and he will save us from having the dreaded back-to-back MVP. Yeah, the dreaded. It is kind of because I, I don't know if you agree with me on this, and maybe the text line would, 55305, but this is really a year where you can't tell. You can't really. You'd say Giannis, I guess, yeah. but then you'd look at LeBron's like overall play. Leading the league in assists yeah. and still scoring at the same clip. And I mean, he, he just passed 34,000 yeah. points. There are two other players that are past that mark, and it's Karl Malone and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And then you have that J-off in Houston, James Harden, right? Well, Westbrook. Oh, well, I have to give it to him, right? Because of all those points, he's yeah. so good. <laughs> But really, this is one of those years where you, you just can't decide. And that was, that's why I say the dreaded, because when yeah. Steve Nash got it for the second time, that's the most recent, I think, of back-to-backs. Um, it was just kind of like, oh, well, we don't really know who to give it to. And Steve Nash continues to get more and more and more assists. And he's averaging at that time, which was considered pretty crazy, a double-double. Let's just give it to him. Yeah, so Steph Curry won back-to-back in 15-16. Oh, did he? Yeah. 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 Well, that was then, the dreaded. You know, he, I, Again, I, I put it to that. And LeBron James won back-to-back in 12 and 13. Yeah, but... I'm just, sorry, I'm just crushing your... Uh, no, I match. mean, that's fine. But really, when I think yeah. about those seasons, I still think that there was kind of like a throw-your-hands-up. Yeah. Because think about it with Steph Curry. That, that was really at a time where it was just kind of like, well, he's making a lot of threes, so just give it to him. Well, but it was also they were also the best team in basketball. LeBron James uh, did it with the Miami Heat in 12 and 13, also did it with the Cavs in 9 and 10, and then Steve Nash did it in 5 and 6. LeBron James in 12 and 13, though, do look at that because it was a yeah. jump in improve. I mean, an effing leap. And then Tim Duncan did it in 2002 and 2003. There's not a lot of years where you go that far between. And then Jordan won five in a row. Oh, no, Magic Johnson won oh. one in there. Uh, he won three, four. No, Jordan had went back-to-back with him and Malone. Yeah, so... No, yeah, so Jordan won in 96, Malone won in 97, yeah. Jordan won in 98, Malone yeah. won in 99, so yeah. they, they went back-to-back. Back. Jordan won back-to-back back in 91, 92, Magic Johnson went back-to-back back in 89 and 90, Jordan won in 88, Magic Johnson won in uh, in 87, Larry Bird won three in a row. There's, I mean, there's just a ton of back-to-backs. Malone won in back-to-back in 82 and 83. I, I, I think it's a cop-out when you give yeah. it to somebody the next year. I don't know. This list is it just is. littered with it, though. Because, I mean, because really, I, I mean, I take Steph Curry as an example, too. 
I, I'm sorry, but you know what? Yeah, you're really good at shooting. Yeah. That's kind of it. And you know what? We're kind of figuring out, too, when you don't have, like, incredible players around you. You're pretty average. Yeah. You're about, like, Jamal Crawford. Like, you're real, You're like an A-plus version of Jamal Crawford. Everything you shoot hits. By yeah. the way, you can't play defense. Yeah, but you can't really oh, wait. Oh, by the way, your rebounded stats are completely padded because you're just kind of around the hoop and they shoot out. Well, but that's one of the disappointing things this year is because this was the opportunity to see what Steph Curry looks like without pieces around him. And yeah. he didn't play most of no, the I year. No, I saw the first game. Yeah, it's pretty average. <laughs> I understand, but... You didn't get to see what it sees. Well, that was kind of one of the exciting things about the the Warriors was like, all right, let's see what Steph can do. Because does Steph elevate Clay and Draymond to be who they are? Are they the same players without Steph? Yada, yada, yada. You're not going to see it. So it's, yeah, you'll get a, a stretch here where he's playing 20 minutes a game. Um, but you could ask the same question of the Bucks. So the Bucks came out and said that they wanted to set the NBA record for the most wins. So last night's loss to the Lakers is their 10th of the year, which means now they cannot tie the Warriors and the 2016 Warriors who lost nine games and won uh, 73. So now that that's done, they're eight and a half ahead of the Raptors. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're LeBron and Giannis, how, how much does the MVP matter? If you're the coaches uh, uh, leading these teams, how many games are you playing down the stretch? You want to get into the playoffs. I think for both of these teams, the more important thing should be a championship. I don't think that the, the MVP does matter that much. And I don't think it does either. In fact, I don't think it's mattered in the prior two years before this. Yeah. You gave it to Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Well, and Antetokounmpo didn't make it to the final last year. So, I mean... I'm sorry, dude. I, I just don't... I, I don't take that award too seriously anymore. Yeah. Well, Derek Rose has one. I mean, Der- Again, I would give it more to Derrick Rose. Yeah. I can pick and choose certain seasons, but I'm telling you, man, like Russell Westbrook averaging a triple-double ended up in everybody understanding that literally all he was doing was just working to get a triple-double. They sucked that year. They barely made it in the playoffs. Like, come on. You yeah. want to give it to that? You want to give it to James Harden, the guy who literally chokes on a ham sandwich every time he gets into the playoffs? Regular season award, homie. Regular oh, season regular award. Regular season, bro. Regular season award. Yeah. I am getting just torched on the text line there. As Everybody you should saying, be, dude. This there's is the so worst many take back, ever. There's so many back-to-backs on this list. Well, no, I think they're saying because of the Steph Curry take. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a bad one, too. Why? Steph Curry is a very good basketball player. Right. We have not really seen him without. without. Right, yeah, and I just wanted to uh, You're to saying make he's sure, an average right? player. You're saying that he's Jamal Crawford. Well, hold on. I, I just want to make sure. Start. Now, what was it like before Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Kevin Durant got there? I just am he, wondering. He had ankle injuries. He had ankle issues. Oh, boy, that's hand. tough. Yeah. Man. God, it must be from all that time he had to play because he didn't have somebody to come in and bench him for eight minutes. Listen, he, yeah, there's no question that he benefits from the players. I'm oh, no, saying, man. I'm I get saying, it. Jamal Crawford. Hey, remember how good Scottie Pippen was outside of the Bulls? Yeah, he almost took the Blazers to a NBA champ or NBA finals. But oh, uh, right. Yeah, Who was Star- on that Blazers team? Um, Probably the best roster, second best roster we had had sure. in the last 20 years. Scottie Pippen, though, was on that uh, when you count the best roster. I, I, I absolutely exclude Steph Curry from the back-to-back. I, I think it's BS. And I think also it's massive BS. And I'm glad you've led me into this territory because now I get to rip on Kevin Durant. (laughs) I think it's total effing BS that Kevin Durant basically convinced the Nets owners to fire Kenny Atkinson. Because we know that happened. Really? Oh, yeah, dude. 
Oh, no, no, no. Do you know that Kyrie got in Kevin Durant's ear and then they got together because they're sociopaths and then they go, (laughs) let's go to that owner and get this dude fired and let's get a coach who we can just slap around. Yeah. Let's do that because we literally need everything to be catered to us. Didn't Kyrie during a photo shoot last year say, I'm not wearing or I'm not taking a photo without this hat on. And they go, yeah. dude, you got to take the hat off. There's people behind you. Photoshop it you out. Know, they photoshopped a hat in. Yeah. Out or out. I'm yeah. sorry. Thank you. Yeah. I, yeah. You're back to back MVPs in NBA history. Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Carl Malone, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, uh, Tim Duncan, Steve Nash, LeBron James, Steph Curry. It's pretty good company. I think the pretty good company. I'm the, the, the back to back that I can remember that I think is only warranted is James in 12 and 13 because it was a massive jump. Like it was insane. Yeah. Well, I just think the back to back MVP is kind of like you throw your arms up and you go, man, we can't decide. Just give it to that guy again. He's pretty good. <laughs> oh man. It's a pretty good list. Pretty good list of guys that uh, that are multiple. All those guys, most of those guys uh, won multiples, even outside of the back-to-backs. Larry Bird had three in a row. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar went back-to-back twice. Magic Johnson with him. Yeah, right. Matt- Larry Bird, big three. Yeah, Keep just- going. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it was, I mean, that's not fair because they're good players on their team. I'm just I'm just reading the list, homie. No, I know. Just I'm responding. Good versus evil is next. Center and Saint, 1080, the fan. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, brah. Let the center and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil. Brought to you by the Titan of Hawaiian Restaurants. 808 on 1080 The Fan. I look back at my my college career, and unfortunately I had so many injuries that I wasn't able to really focus on the quarterback position the way that it, it needs to be because right. I was rehabbing injury every year. And being in the NFL, I haven't had to deal with the injuries, and I got to work with Drew. Is it really the injuries, Taysom? Yeah. Really? It was. He's that- oft, oft injured uh, BYU quarterback. Yeah. Oh, dang it. Yeah, when you try to Because otherwise all, he'd be a starting NFL quarterback. It, it just would have been a different experience. You can only go on the path in front of you, Will. Well, that was Taysom Hill. Adam Schefter reported this week that the Saints are planning to tender Hill at the first round level during the 2020 NFL draft. If you're a dumb idiot that didn't know what tender meant, unlike myself, I totally know what it meant. <laughs> New Orleans will have the chance to match any offer sheet he signs with another team or get back a first round pick. Basically, the Saints plan to resign him soon anyway. Sure. This is the same guy who says he won't take anything less than a starting quarterback role in the NFL. What does this mean for Teddy Bridgewater when the NFL draft starts rolling around? I don't know, man. The the free agency, especially around quarterbacks this year, feels like it's going to be absolutely insane. I'm sure it'll be a letdown from what we expect, but Teddy Bridgewater deserves a starting job somewhere, and if Drew Brees is coming back, I think that's more of a reason for him to go elsewhere than it is Taysom Hill. I don't think you worry about him, but Bridgewater shouldn't wait another season before he goes out there. He played well when when Breeze was gone last year. Uh, did they? 
I think they won all but one one game that he started. Maybe they won all the games that he started. I think um, they did, yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's plenty of holes at the starting quarterback position. Teddy Bridgewater, before that knee injury, there was a non-contact injury in practice that derailed his uh, Minnesota uh, trajectory. Uh, he was a good quarterback then. He deserves a starting spot. Less about Taysom Hill, more about Drew Brees' comeback. They made some tough shots, but they're a good team. You know, but defensively, we're, we weren't in our spot, so we didn't do what the game plan was um, from the beginning of the game. And then offensively, we just didn't have any, um, any rhythm. You know, they made us play in the half court uh, because we didn't get any stops. So. That's guy who's exhaustively trying to make homeless look cool again for some reason. James Harden. Many analysts believe the Rockets' microball style of playing would be no match for a top-level team, say, like the Clippers. Turns out that those same pundits were kind of right. The Clips crushed the Rockets 121-05 this past week, forcing them to miss 35 of 42 three-point shots. Houston's small ball <laughs> players were no match for LA's bigger, taller, and more defensive-minded talent. Is this a sign of bad things to come when the playoffs roll around? Well, it's just, we talked about this last week, but... Uh, team like the Clippers that has versatile players, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, that can do a little bit of everything offensively and defensively. They can guard smaller guys, bigger guys. They can shoot from outside. They can also take the ball to the hoop. They have, what, three or four different styles that they can uh, rotate between. It feels very much like the Rockets are a one-trick pony, and if that trick doesn't work, and they miss, I'm sorry, did you say 35 of 42 threes? That's correct. <laughs> Uh, right now, the focus obviously. Oh, sorry, I thought you were going to end on a vomit. No, that's good. We can end it on the. Right now, the focus obviously is just trying to stay healthy for these last 20 games, get my rhythm back, get to the level of basketball I know I'm capable of playing. Um, we're obviously going to be done on April 16th, so um, you kind of understand what the schedule looks like leading up to, to July when training camp in Vegas starts, but. Uh, that's teenager with crappy facial hair, Steph Curry. The Golden State Warriors guard put up 23 points, 6 of 16 shooting, 3 of 12 from three-point range. In his first appearance since being injured in a 121-113 loss to the Toronto Raptors. Side note, Raptors clinched a playoff berth with that win. Does a performance like this give you confidence that Yusuf Nurkic could do the same thing next Sunday during his return? Uh, I mean, not the same thing, but... Yeah. <laughs> You know uh, what I mean? Play okay. I'm sorry. What were the two injuries? A compound fracture of the lower leg or a broken thumb. No, I don't have the same level of confidence, but I do have... Bro, uh, thumbs are important. Yes, I understand that. Well aware of it. Uh, but when you're a seven-footer on a uh, fragile set of legs, he's broken his leg twice now since he's been with the Blazers. Um, but I do. I, I did come to the realization that we keep comparing him to uh, Gordon Hayward and uh, Paul George because they've had similar injuries. He doesn't play the same style of basketball. I think uh, the thing that you point out, that calf strain might be more concerning because if he can't run, his job is to get up and down the court. He doesn't need to do it with the ball in his hands. He doesn't need to be explosive uh, on his first step. He needs to be able to get up and down the court, and we haven't seen him run. So the calf strain is almost more concerning than the broken leg because breaks tend to heal better uh, than ligaments and muscles, and the uh, calf strain worries me. Almost a little bit more. Thanks, doctor. Hey, you're welcome. This is my favorite story of the week. It comes from Port Arthur, Texas. Headline, man gets jail for video of himself licking an ice cream tub. Is he working at the Cold Stone? A 23-year-old? 
Sorry, I think I just blacked out. Sure. 24-year-old man was sentenced Wednesday to 30 days in jail for posting on social media <laughs> a video of himself last August removing an ice cream container from a Texas market freezer, licking the contents, and putting then it back. putting it back. <laughs> Jeez. I love that he posted this himself. Like, when I first heard this story, I was like, oh, man, they got him on security camera. Nope. nope. <laughs> he recorded it, himself doing it. So if you wonder why they're going to cancel group events yeah. and they're worried about the coronavirus, because people are idiots. And that guy, I promise you, does not wash his hands. And here he is getting himself. How much jail time is he getting? D. Adrian Anderson, who, again, is 24 years old, was also sentenced to an additional six months in jail term probated for two years and ordered to pay a $1,000 fine and over $1,500 in restitution. So whatever that means. Yeah, well. So he went to jail immediately. I think they put him in prison for six months or jail for you know, maybe six months. Well, good. Idiot. It happened at a Walmart. Surprise. <laughs> Store surveillance cameras showed that wait, he wait, finally... Wait. Are you what? saying if it happened at New Seasons, you'd be shocked? I, if it happened at New Seasons, I think that whoever did it would have a better explanation as to why they did it. It's a pretty moronic move. What was his explanation? Well, I don't know. Luke. I thought it'd be awesome. Well, you have the story in front of you. It happened at a Walmart in Port Arthur. Uh, store surveillance cameras showed that he finally took the Bluebell ice cream from the freezer... And bought it, which wasn't captured in the social media video. Wait. So he bought it? So he took it out. Licked it. Gave it a lick. Put it back. Put it back. And then he bought it, so nobody else, no harm done. Possibly took a lap around the store to think about it. Do I really want to buy this ice cream? Ended up buying it. Oh, I almost think that That changes maybe, things pretty drastically. I almost kind of think that that's okay. Yeah. Like, have you ever bought in a, you know, a beverage or something and, and opened it in the store and had a drink before you purchased it? Um, yeah, but, you know, the difference is, you know, I held on to it. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> I didn't, like, put the cap on and put it back. Yeah. And then take a lap and then come back and go, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got some of that drink. How bizarre. I just love that he posted himself on social media. Why are you doing that? Like, yeah. what is the point of that video? Well, he's like, look out. I'm such a rebel. And then he's like, but I'm not that much. I'm just going to go and buy it. Like, I don't want to. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Adrian here. I'm about to like this ice cream and put it back. Watch him. He's going to get my germs. Watch. Uh, update. He's got the coronavirus. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All righty. Well, uh. <laughs> Unbelievable. Why? <laughs> Why? I don't know. That's the a risky that thing. It, the, fact that he, the fact that he bought it has me, uh, has me paused a little bit. Uh, that is your Good versus Evil. It's brought to you by uh, our friends at 808. If you're looking for big Hawaiian flavor, duck into 808, 2454 East Burnside or 52nd and Woodstock. Our- Somebody is calling us on our irresponsibility to speculate that it might be six months in prison. They I thought that's like, what you said. Uh, well, I, I think he could face it. Oh, I somebody on the text slides like, "Oh, really? Six months for real?" <laughs> I thought that's what you said. I'm not speculating. I'm trying to get the number out of you. You know, I don't know how to read well. Yeah, that's a fair point. Thirty mm. days. Headline should read: "Man goes to prison for buying ice cream." It's just jail. He's not going to prison. 
Come on. It's 30 days. I think I 30, said okay. 30 days. Okay. I, I missed that part, so I wanted you to reiterate it. And then you said something about up to six months. I'm usually pretty good with numbers. All right. Do you have a calculator app? Yeah, it's right here. All right. Hour two. Uh, Jen Ellis is going to join us. We'll talk uh, coronavirus and we'll talk baseball. Maybe we'll get to baseball. The coronavirus is literally taking over everything. So hour two. Who knows? Hopefully we'll make it back. If any of us starts coughing, show's over. All right. That's next. Center and Saint, 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.